0: Hey, good morning, and welcome to Taylor Tabernacle Live. Welcome, Taylor family and our friends from YouTube and Facebook. We're streaming from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where pastor is Elder Jonathan Ford. So, guys, I just want to give a shout out. Haven't seen everyone in a while, but I miss you guys. Today is the first Sunday of Black History Month, so we just want to give the Lord some praise for all that he's delivered us from and for us. Black history is every month. Amen? But as we remember our past, we just want to look to our future. Um, I was reflecting on a quote by Maya Angelou this morning where she said that I am the dream and the hope of the slave. And so we're just pressing in the black excellence always. So this morning, I just ask that you join with me in prayer as we go go to the throne. Father God in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this day, Lord. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you for this first Sunday of Black History Month, God. Yes. Thank you. Lord, we just want to remember all that you did for our people, for our ancestors, for delivering us, God, for delivering us from bondage, God. Lord, we know that it was only you, God, that brought us to this place, God. And you have allowed us to prosper in faith, Lord Jesus. Lord, we ask that the word today will be encouragement to all that listen, that are tuned in. And Lord, we ask that you will remember all that are on the sick bed, all that are bereaved, all that are bound. And we ask you, Jesus, to touch them in a special way that they know that it's you and only you. Lord God, you're everything we need, Jesus. And help us to focus on you and to renew our walk with you, God, and to put you first in everything, God. We love you, Jesus. We ask that your presence be in this stream this morning, God. We ask that if there are any technical issues, that you'll work it out even before, God. We thank you, Jesus, for being in our life, for being Lord of everything, for just removing all of the issues out of the way, so that we can be in your presence, walk in your presence, and just be renewed in your presence, God. God. We Thank ask God. you, Holy Spirit, yes. to be in the midst this morning. God. Yes. We love you and we praise you in yes. Jesus' the mighty yes. name. Thank Thank amen. You. And amen. You, At this time, our brother Gabriel Kiriton will read the scripture. Amen. Psalm 133,
1: 1-3 How wonderful and pleasant it is when brothers live together in harmony. For harmony is as precious as the anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head, that ran down his beard and unto the border of his robe. Harmony is as refreshing as the dew from Mount Hermon that falls on the Mount Zion and there, are, and there the Lord has pronounced his blessing. Even life everlasting. Now Brother Josh will present a Black History Month.
2: Um, I'll be presenting Lorraine Vivian Hemsworth. The granddaughter of a freed enslaved person, Lorraine Vivian Hansberry III, was born on May 19, 1930, in Chicago, Illinois. Hansberry's father was a successful real estate broker, and her mother was a schoolteacher. Her parents contributed large sums of money to the NAACP and the Urban League. In 1938, Hansberry's family moved to a white neighborhood and was violently attacked by neighbors which inspired Hansberry to write the play, A Raisin in the Sun. They refused to move until a court ordered them to do so, and the case made it to Supreme Court as Hansberry v. Lee, ruling restricted covenants illegal. Hansberry wrote The Crystal Stair, a play about a black family living under racial segregation in Chicago, which was later renamed A Raisin in the Sun, a line from a Langston Hughes poem. The play opened at the Ethel Ethel Barrymore Theater on March 11, 1959 and was a great success, having a run of 530 performances. It was the first play produced on Broadway by an African-American woman, and Hansberry was the first black playwright and, at 29, the youngest American to win a New York Critics Circle Award. The film version of A Raisin in the Sun was completed in 1961, starring Sidney Poitier's and receiving an award at the Cannes Film Festival. A Raisin in the Sun is considered one of the hallmarks of the American stage and has continued to find new audiences throughout the decade, including Emmy-nominated television productions from both 1989 and 2008. The play has earned accolades from Broadway as well, winning Tony Awards in 2004 and 2014, including Best Revival of a Play. Now I'll be turning the service over to Reverend John Kirsten. Amen. Praise the Lord. saints. So
3: glad to have you join us in the Lord's house on this Sunday morning. Amen. So glad to see you on the stream, on in the congregation this morning. Amen. It's already been said, but thank God for Black History Month. Amen. There's a lot of good programming out there. Uh, on the airwaves, uh, you know, so make sure you take advantage of it. Uh, last night you might have seen the Fisk University choir as they opened up for the, uh, Lakers versus the Knicks game. Amen. And that might have been the best part of the game. Amen. And there's, uh, movies like Selma and Malcolm X that are, uh, streaming the NAACP and other organizations are holding local events. Amen. So there's something for everyone uh during black history month 2022 amen so uh so we're just looking forward to take advantage of it amen and listen at this time uh we're going to look to the lord and if you would please turn in your bible app uh we're going to go to luke the 10th chapter and the 25th verse amen luke the 10th chapter and the 25th verse amen and uh when you get there as you make your way there it's going to be familiar to you uh, this old Sunday school lesson, this is uh the one they used to have on uh the good Samaritan. Amen. So uh so I'm just gonna read to you starting uh with verse twenty-five. And this is uh the scenario, they were uh in a uh session and there was a lawyer there, and the lawyer had some questions for Jesus. So uh it says here in verse 25, and behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, tested Jesus, amen, and saying, teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life, amen, so Jesus says to him, he says, you shall love the Lord God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself, amen, and uh you know going from there the 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 lawyer being that he wasn't uh satisfied but he wanted to justify himself he says back to jesus he has a follow up question and he says and who is my neighbor amen now, the the lawyer here he's looking for a loophole amen he knew the law but not being sure where he stood with it He asked Jesus for a clarification, perhaps seeking to justify himself behind the law. Amen. Bend the law in his direction. Amen. And so, uh, you know, Jesus kind of, kind of understanding this, um, you know, he, uh, gives him what we know as the good Samaritan. Amen. Amen. And this is, this is why, uh, Sister Keisha was praying for the technology, amen. Got a little little uh, uh, exit coming out in my, in my screen here. But, uh, but Jesus is looking to give him an answer. And this is where he starts what we know as the Good Samaritan. So he says, uh, says to him, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed leaving him half dead and by chance there came a certain priest that way and when he saw him he passed by on the other side and likewise a levite when he was at the place came and looked on him and passed by on the other side but a certain samaritan as he journeyed came where he was and when he saw him he had compassion on him and he went to him and he bound up his wounds pouring in oil and wine and set him on his beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him and on the morrow when he departed he took out two pence two denarii your your version may say And and just to qualify that, a denarii was somewhat uh, at times equal to a day's pay. So two days' pay and gave it to the host and said unto him, take care of him. And whatsoever thou spendest more when I come again, I will repay thee. Jesus then asked a question back to the lawyer. He says, which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And the lawyer, he said, he who showed mercy on him. Amen. Jesus turned back to him and said, go and do likewise. Amen. If we can spend a few minutes uh, on this morning, I'd like to uh, speak from this subject this morning. Uh, Just that the answer is mercy. Amen. Amen. The answer is mercy. Amen. Uh, The law says Love your neighbor as yourself. And if you're still unsure, if you're not sure what that includes, if you're not sure uh, if your neighbor is one that is black or one that is white, if you're not sure if it's Jew or Gentile, uh, old school or Generation X, amen, the answer is mercy. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Father God, on this morning that you have blessed us together, we thank you for the new mercies that you have sent our way. God, we thank you for life and strength. We thank you for family and strangers that you have sent our way. Lord, we thank you for your word and the Holy Spirit directing the environment around us. We thank you for your covenant word and your covenant love that brings us back in right standing with you. Father God, we pray your Holy Spirit to direct our time together. Even now, O oh Lord, compel our minds to focus on you, compel our hearts to move in a desire to grow deeper with you, and allow our will to surrender to yours. Lord, we thank you for the testimony of yesterday and the destiny breathed for our tomorrow. Love on us this morning, O oh Lord. Allow your word to reach its intended place. We love you and we give glory to your name, oh God. Hallelujah to the Most High God. Bless your name, Lord Jesus. This we pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. And listen. Uh God has given us this word for today, uh, this word of mercy. The answer is mercy mercy, and he spoke it strong, amen. And whenever he speaks a strong word, that means that you have to go and find, you have to study this thing. You have to find the way to navigate your way through it. Amen. And uh and so as I often do, I reached into uh to my library, and I always like to share that with you because I'm not just getting this on my own, but uh... there are there are uh... resources that you can go to often i'd like to find a link where it might be uh... available to you free now this one uh... i, I found in the Erdman's dictionary of the bible They meant it was a blessing to this lesson Erdmann, uh... e-e-r-d-n-a-n-s somebody will put it in the chat the urban dictionary of the bible And amen, although it's not yet on the public domain for free, it's, uh, it's definitely worth your study investment dollars. Amen. And, uh, there are a few sites, uh, I think it's aid books, um, and, uh, thrift books, uh, where it's even, it's, it's less than $10. Amen. Some of the used book sites, but, uh, Erdman on this, on this perspective of God's mercy, uh, he frames it in this way. Amen. He starts, uh, talking about Mercy in the Old Testament. And uh, he says, in the Old Testament, the basis of God's mercy towards Israel is his covenant with Israel. Amen? So, So, God's mercy is displayed in his covenant love towards us. Amen? In Exodus, God begins to explain to Moses regarding how Israel will be an example for him. But knowing that the people would sin or break their part of the deal, God is preparing mercy ahead of his covenant love. Amen? Amen. Exodus 33 and 19, God says this. He says, I will make all my goodness. He's telling this to Moses so he can pass it to the people. He said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So God setting these terms of mercy, and not only setting the terms, but he's saying, I'll make the decision. Amen? God will make the decision of mercy over us. It will not be a man-made decision. It will not be a law-made decision, amen? But God will make the decision of his mercy and his compassion on us, amen? And then, you know, going from there and having established this covenant, right? Now, this is what Erdman says. Erdman says God's mercy then becomes known to us through specific historical acts. Amen? That means what we find is that God inserts himself into man's history, that we might know who he is, but more than that, know about the mercy that he has towards us. Amen? Listen, uh, uh, sometimes in the Old Testament, we, 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 think about, we hear this covenant love, and it might also be known as his steadfast love. Amen. You might see in the King James, you might hear about his loving kindness. Amen. Listen, uh, let's, let's hear about some of these historical acts. In Nehemiah, the ninth chapter, 27 and 28, he said it like this. He said, therefore, you delivered them into the hand of their enemies, talking about the people of Israel, who oppressed them in the time of trouble. When they cried to you, you heard from heaven, and according to your abundant mercies, You gave them deliverers who saved them from the hand of their enemies. But after they had rest, they again did evil again before you. Therefore, you left them in the hand of their enemies, so that they had dominion over them. Yet, when they returned and cried out to you, you heard from heaven. Amen. God here, uh, you know when we think about the many times that we cried to God for mercy, amen, only to go back on our part of the deal, God, when we cried out to him, he didn't leave us, he didn't forsake us, but God came again yet with His covenant love. Amen, showing mercy towards us. amen, uh, uh, listen uh, Isaiah thirty eighteen and nineteen, uh, talking about the graciousness of God. It says, therefore, the Lord will wait that he may be gracious to you. And therefore, he will be exalted that he will have mercy on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for him. Amen. Glory to God. He's saying He's saying, sometimes uh, the Lord will wait on us. He'll let us sit in that thing that we've done for some time. He's waiting until we can hear him, until we can see what he's doing, until we can see how he's about to move. And then he will hear our cry and come for us. Verse 19 of that says, for the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. You shall weep no more. He will be very gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. Specific time and specific place in history. Amen. Ezekiel 39, 25 to 29, it says this, it says, therefore says the Lord God, now I will bring back the captives of Jacob and have mercy on the whole house of Israel, and I will be jealous for my holy name. After They have borne their shame and all their unfaithfulness in which they were unfaithful to me when they dwelt safely in their own land and no man, no one made them afraid. When I have brought them back from the peoples and gathered them out of their enemy lands and I am hallowed in them in the sight of many nations, then they shall know that I am the Lord their God who sent them into captivity among the nations but also brought them back to their land and left none of them, none of them captive anymore. And I will not hide my face from them anymore, for I shall have poured out my spirit on the house of Israel, says the Lord God. See, Lord, God is not spiteful in the way that you and I might be. Amen. But God is God God God's not one of just Sit there and then not bring us out. He, he, there are consequences to what we do in the sight of the Lord, Amen. And He will have us bear those consequences, but not unto our death. But He will bring us back, and more so, He will pour out His Spirit fully unto our house, Amen. Come on. So, so when you think of of that, when you think of His mercy, think of think of the times, Amen that, uh, we found David crying out to the Lord. Amen. Uh, and, 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 and because of what David saw in the historical resume of our God, Erdman says God's people, this is you and I can have confidence to call on him for deliverance in the present. Amen. This is, this, this is because he did it before he can do it again. Amen. Glory to God, he said, David cried out to him in Psalm 57, he said, be merciful to me, O God, be merciful to me. Cry out to your God, amen, for my soul trusts in you. And in the shadow of your wings, I will make my refuge until these calamities have passed by. It says, Lord, I'm going to hide behind you until all this drama goes on its way, amen. David says, I will cry out. Now, listen, David was responsible for some of that drama. But, again, yeah, he said, I'm going to hide behind you, O God. Glory to God. Until this drama has passed, I will cry out to God most high, to God who performs all things for me. Amen. In Psalm 123, he says, unto you I lift up my eyes, O you who dwell in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hands of their masters, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God until he has mercy on us. Amen. Amen. Until he would have mercy, we would just look upon him, amen, expectantly, waiting. Amen. God, will you do this thing? Amen glory to God our our cities not just Philadelphia but our cities nationwide globally uh, uh, uh just just under attack from uh just just heroin addictions amen fentanyl we're hearing about every day the, the the gun not it's not just the gun violence but let's talk about the gun trafficking amen glory to God that's coming and it's just it's just a siege upon our city but God said that he's says this through Daniel in the ninth chapter in the 18th verse. He says, oh, my God, incline your ear and hear. Daniel's saying, God, will you hear us? Open your eyes and see our desolations in the city which is called by your name. For we do not present our supplications before you because of our righteous deeds, but because of your great mercies. Amen. Daniel realized that there's nothing that we can show from our resume to justify ourselves before God. But God, if you would look at your resume of mercies, if you would look at what you have done before, God, would you pour out that same mercy on our city even at this time and at this place and for these situations that we are facing? Amen. Throughout history, because of God's covenant love, God's covenant people have been able to call on him. Amen? When you think about his resume of deliverance, oh, what confidence can you have to call on him in your time of need? Amen? Erdman says more. Come on, this is, this is Erdman's dictionary of the Bible that provided this outline. You can What I'm studying, you can study. Amen? Glory to God. Get the book. It says God's uh, forgiveness of sins is a fundamental manifestation of His mercy. Amen. So now we're talking about God's forgiveness. Amen. So in applying His mercy, Amen, that that's showing that He has forgiven us. Amen. Uh, listen, you remember you remember some of the times when Jesus would be around about to heal someone. And he would uh he would say, uh, thy sins have been forgiven thee. Amen. And when when the uh when the Levites uh and the Pharisees questioned him on that, he said, Well, what's easier for me to say your 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 sins uh be forgiven or or be healed? He said, Which whichever way you want my mercy to come forth, the, the healing is just a manifestation that I have forgiven you. Amen. Glory to God. Psalm twenty-five, six and seven. It says this, remember, O Lord, your tender mercies and your loving kindness, for they are from old. It's not a new thing. God's had this mercy towards us for a long time. Verse 7 says, do not remember the sins of my youth nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me for your goodness sake, O Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How glad. Should we be what a privilege it is for us to have the forgiveness of the Lord towards us, that he would not look at our past mistakes, that he would not look at the sins of our youth, that he will not look at the things that we did. uh, Maybe not a long time ago, but last week, glory to God, and he won't look on that, but he will look on us instead, according to his mercy. Glory to God. Come on now. Come on, church, right where you are, shout right there on that. Shout on the mercies of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. If you've been delivered from something, if you've been brought out of something, glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God, where's your testimony right now? Glory to God, not your testimony of, 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 of something that you've been uh, blessed with uh, financially or or blessed with uh, uh, materially, but glory to God, where's the testimony of your salvation? Glory to God, where's the testimony that God's mercy and his forgiveness has come towards you and your soul has been saved? Glory to God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. He says it right here, God's. God's mercy towards his covenant people is sometimes portrayed as the love of a parent. Amen. Come on, mothers. Come on, fathers. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You know what the child did. You know what the child said. Amen. Glory to God. But that's your boy. That's your daughter. Amen. Glory to God. That's your child. Hallelujah. There's a mercy that you have toward them that none other will have. Amen. Psalm 103 and 13 says, as the father pities his children, has mercy to his children, so the Lord pities or has mercy towards those who fear him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 31 and 20 says, is Ephraim my dear son? Is he a pleasant child? The answer was no, but he says, for though I spoke against him, I earnestly remember him still, therefore, my heart yearns for him. I will surely have mercy on him, says the Lord. Amen. There are privileges to being a child of God. Amen, Mercy coming your way and it's uh it's within these family relationships that mercy was most experienced and expected. Amen? Glory to God. Uh, It it says in Zechariah 7, 9, and 10, it says, the Lord of hosts, execute true justice, show mercy and compassion everyone to his brother. Amen? Do not oppress the widow or the fatherless, the alien or the poor. Let none of you plan evil in your heart against your brother. Amen? Amen. So, So, here, you know God talking about this family relationship that we work with mercy, Amen. Uh, and 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 I've just got to say we've been covering this history uh, of, of of God's mercy in the Old Testament. But let me ask you this: Just stop. What is your history of mercy with the Lord your God? Amen. If 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 you had to to to, to sit back and and you had to to go from the first time that you heard the Lord call your name and you looked at the history of things that, that he, ways that he manifested his mercy into your life. Historically, I'm not talking about when you get to heaven. I'm not talking about when you leave this earth, but I'm saying in the days that you've had on this earth now, whether that be five years, 10 years, 25, 45, 85, whatever your years might be, what are the moments in history where you can document God's mercy having been on you and your family, glory to God, Amen. What, 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 what? what, what when was it experienced for you, Amen? And and I, I like this part because this is also where God begins to change things up, and God begins to direct human mercy to our neighbors and even to the stranger especially the needy and the oppressed. Amen. In uh, Exodus 22 and 21, he says this. He says, you shall neither mistreat a stranger nor oppress him, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall not afflict any widow or fatherless child. If you afflict them in any way and they cry at all to me, I will surely hear their cry. And my wrath will become hot and I will kill you with the sword. Your wives shall be widows and your children fatherless. Amen. God speaks strongly, amen, about how we are to treat the stranger and the oppressed. Amen. Amen. Deuteronomy 10, 18 and 19, he administers justice for the fatherless and the widow and loves the stranger, giving him food and clothing. Therefore love the stranger for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. Amen. Glory to God. So what we're, we're, we're looking at, he's, you know, he, he's, he's, he's changing the focus just from the house of Israel, glory to God, and he's moving it through history towards us, amen? It was there from the beginning. it was that God's mercy for all people was there in Exodus. He said, I'm going to make an example of my people Israel. Not that my mercy isn't toward others, but I'm going to make an example in history, specific acts in history through his through through my people my covenant with Israel, but I intend for that to be extended out of outside of the house amen so you know we start to come to um uh to the New Testament amen and we see here even more uh as Jesus begins to show his mercy uh and God's model for it with his people. Amen. And in Luke, uh, six and 36, this is where we find this. Amen. Just a, a small verse that we might know, uh, and, and let's come on. The answer is mercy. Uh, 36, he said, Jesus says, be ye therefore merciful as your father also is merciful. Amen. So he's giving us, uh, Jesus now speaking in his own words, uh, the answer being mercy. Amen. Jesus is teaching that God's mercy can be extended through the acts and words that you and I have as representatives of him on this earth. Amen. So so uh when we're in this New Testament and we we start to read one of the things Erdman points to, he says, a significant aspect of Jesus's ministry was his active meaning active he wasn't sitting on the bench of do nothing the seat of do nothing but he was active and it was his active compassion toward the suffering and toward those who were leaderless or fatherless amen and uh earlier you know we started this with luke 10 25 to 37 old sunday school lesson the good samaritan amen and and when we look at that passage uh we, we see a couple of things. I moved quickly earlier, but I'll just go back a little bit. Say the the first of all I want to point out that the road from Jericho was a main highway. Amen. This was like I-95. This was like Broad Street. Amen. This was like Martin Luther King Boulevard. Amen. Uh and 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 so I believe many saw the man that was in distress. And I believe many may have passed by on the other side, amen. And perhaps they were remembering the law through their own eyes. They were trying to get a loophole, amen, a loophole saying that they should avoid uh, uh, sickness and disease, amen. But, but I think what happened when the Samaritan came along, amen, the Samaritan, instead of going and remembering what the law was, the Samaritan remembered this history of mercy. Glory to God. I believe what happened is the Samaritan remembered all the things that God had done for him. I think the Samaritan remembered all the times he was down and out, and someone, glory to God, hallelujah, someone reached out and took care of them. Amen? So instead of the Samaritan interpreting this situation, this this real life situation from the eyes of the law, he saw it from the eyes of mercy, he saw his neighbor as he saw himself, and likewise showed love to supply and care for the man's needs amen and and, and so uh remember the answer is mercy, Jesus confirms this, he makes sure that there's no loophole in the lawyer's argument amen, and so you know, getting back to these questions, if the answer is mercy, I've I got a question for us today. What is your plan to show mercy? What is our plan to show mercy? Glory to God. I think, I think because this Samaritan was soul-seeking sensitive, I think because this Samaritan was led by mercy, which was love placed inside of him. I believe that as he went went along his way, he had, he had it in him a direction. He had a plan that led him towards mercy. Amen. And so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw a couple of things. Maybe this will help you. Maybe this is something that will help you in your plan for how you can show mercy every day. Amen. So so you know, one of the things uh you know, we, we look at again, we want to look at the fact that Jesus answered the attorney with an instruction at the end. And he said, go and do likewise. Amen. So why should we have a plan? Have a plan because Jesus said it. He said, go and do likewise. Amen. And so while you're on the way to, to Walmart, while you're on the way to the Dollar Tree, amen, these are some things that you might think about. Amen. So one, you might be able to show some mercy on social media. Amen. Let's not be so quick to clap back. Let's not be so quick on social media to judge or respond. Amen. Uh, let, let's remember that part of God's mercy is in being slow to anger. Amen. So so maybe one of the things that are trying to to, to 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 go about our day with a focus doing likewise in mercy. Maybe we're showing mercy on social media. Maybe we're showing mercy in our daily errands. Amen? So again, while we're on the way to Walmart, while we're on the way to the gas station, while we're on the way to work, amen, maybe we'll just start by not exhibiting any road rage. Amen? Uh, Maybe we'll start to seek mercy in places where we shop and eat. Amen. We won't be so quick to to be angry at the person who's checking us out. We won't be so quick to be angry if we're in line or have to wait for some time. Amen. Glory to God. We're in Philadelphia. Maybe we won't be so quick to have a brawl at the Golden Corral. Glory to God. Thank you, Deacon Todd. Amen. Uh, Showing mercy in our daily activities. Listen, maybe we'll show mercy, here's another way, in the giving of our time and expertise. Amen? Earlier in the Good Samaritan, we talked about, uh, you know, when the, the Samaritan took care of the man, he took him to the hotel, to the inn, and he gave the two denarii, which is potentially acqu- equivalent to two days' wages. And, uh, you know, that, that that's the money that he gave but what about the time and the expertise? He was going on the main highway from Jericho to Jerusalem, amen. But at first he took some time, amen. In that, he took his expertise. He knew, he knew how to take care of the man's wounds, amen. So, so he had some experience in what to do when someone was in that situation. So he took the expertise that he had and he applied it to the man's situation, amen. And then he took him and took more time and took him to the end and made sure that the situation was handled. Amen. Now, listen, he didn't take on this ministry for a lifetime. Amen. But there was a specific point in time that he was assigned to, to do a certain assigned task, and he took care of it then. Amen. Listen, I'm thankful right now. Last week, uh, we had a bunch of snow that came here through Philadelphia. Amen. And uh, as I got down to the church there had been somebody who showed mercy on the church because they had shoveled that snow. Those sidewalks were clean. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you for whoever that might have been. Glory to God. Let's show mercy in the giving of our time and expertise. Amen. And listen, it's a, it, we started off, we talked about it's Black History Month. So how about this? How about showing mercy in our pursuit of social justice? Amen. Show mercy in our pursuit of social justice. Amen. In his book, this is another book for your reading list. Amen. In his book, Strength to Love, Strength to Love, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. writes this. Returning hate for hate multiplies hate. Adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, let's show mercy in our pursuit of social justice. And and Our Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., as he wrote these things and as very much as he was a pacifist, he was he was also very much an activist. He was not sitting on the seat of do nothing, but he was about let's go get this done. But we don't have to uh, go out and strike violence against our enemy. Amen. Glory to God. But he said in love. Glory to God! We will win them, and we will pursue the justice that God has promised unto us. Amen. Glory to God! Uh, in 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 uh, Matthew five and seven, uh, Jesus says, "Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy." He adds in uh, Matthew six and fourteen, he says, "For if you give men forgive men their trespasses, your your heavenly Father will also forgive you." Make sure you get 15, verse 15. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Amen. Amen. We talked about mercy being a manifestation of the forgiveness of God that has come over us. But if we harbor unforgiveness in our heart, God will not forgive us. His word says us. Jesus reminded us. Amen. Glory to God. Often my wife, when praying for others, she she seeks to find out and make sure there is not a a grudge that is being held, to make sure that there is not an unforgiveness harbored against a brother or a sister, because she knows that her prayer for healing or deliverance will not go anywhere until that unforgiveness is removed. Amen. Glory to God. Erdman defines mercy as being displayed in God's covenant love towards his people. Amen. And in the New Testament, this mercy for us is in the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. Romans 5 and 8 says, but God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen listen, the answer is mercy. The answer is Jesus Christ. Listen, as I close today, I want you to consider this. God's mercy is as present right now today as it was for that man on the side of the road. Amen. You may be saying that Uh, I I, I hear you preaching, and and, and if I follow you, this is available for God's covenant love is available for his covenant people, but I'm not sure if I'm in the covenant. Well, come on in. Glory to God. This is your time to make a decision and come on in to the covenant love of the Lord our God. Amen? God's new agreement with the believer is found in Romans 10, 8 through 13. It says, the word is near you, it's in your mouth, it's near you, it's in your mouth, and it's in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that the, that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Amen? For with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved amen and verse 13 says for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved amen so if you're not sure of your covenant uh, position with God the Father will you call on his name even now glory to God amen will you call on the name of the Lord in faith the mercy of God will enter your heart and he will make right relationship with you and him. Glory to his name. Listen, every believer needs a measurement of faith. Every believer exercises this faith when they make a decision to, to follow Jesus Christ. This means you don't have all of the answers. Glory to God, but if you would use your faith, if you would go out on faith right now, if you're listening to this message and you say, you know what, I'm going to send in an email, I'm going to reach out in the chat session, I'm going to dial the number that they have for the church, if you would do that, glory to God, if you would connect with a fellow believer. You know that cousin that has been uh, witnessing to you and telling you about the goodness of the Lord. Would you call that cousin this morning and say, hey, I need to know more about this Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I need to know more about the mercy of salvation that he offers. Glory to God. I need to know more about the eternal life that is promised in his word. Would you call your cousin? Glory to God. Would you go next door to your neighbor? Hey, glory to God, let me tell you something about this. Hey, it, you know, we talk about the Good Samaritan, but let me tell you something else. If the man in the road had refused the mercy that would come his way, he would have died right there in that ditch. Glory to God. Glory to God. Receive God's mercy. Receive the opportunity that is coming to you now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. His mercy is coming towards you now. What will you do even today? So I'm asking you, will you make that decision now? Will you move past any hesitancy that you may have and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Amen. Come on, let's pray this prayer together. If you desire Jesus Christ, in your heart right now, would you pray this prayer with me? Dear Lord, I know that I am not in right relationship with you. I am not exempt from this sin that I have uh, been found myself in, and I need the deliverance that only you, Lord God, can provide. Father God, I receive the covering of grace right now to call on the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Will you pray this? Glory to God. And so right now, I am believing in Jesus Christ as my Savior. I believe that you sent Jesus because you loved me. Your mercy was towards me and that through his earthly ministry, his shed blood, his death and resurrection, Glory to God that fully provided for my forgiveness. Lord, I trust in Jesus and Jesus alone is my personal Savior. Thank you, Lord, for saving and forgiving me from my sins today. Glory to God. Amen. Listen, if you accepted this call of salvation today, receive it in faith. Amen. They're putting the phone number for the church on the screen right now. I want you to know that if you receive Jesus Christ right now, that it is done. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit is with you now, and you have moved closer to God. He has moved closer to you. So, glory to God, connect with us now. Amen. Glory to God. He said, hey, I don't have a cousin I can call. I don't have someone right next door. They work on Sundays. But, glory to God, connect with us. Go to our website, www.taylortabernacle.com. Amen. Look for the Contact Us page. Look for the Prayer Request page. Amen. Connect with us. Come on. Say, I, I'm not on the web yet, but call us. Amen. Call 215-748-4578. Would you do that? Glory to God. Would you call? Would you connect with us? Come on. Somebody on our staff, one of our deacons, one of our ministers, one of us, one of our evangelists, amen. Glory to God is going to connect with you and talk about these next steps in Jesus Christ. Glory to God. I just thank God. Right now, I bless you on this day. We thank him for all his goodness and his mercy. Glory to God, we thank him for what he's done through this word. We pray, amen, glory to God, that this word has reached its intended place. Glory to God, we got to move on. Amen. They're going to come now. I believe our sister Cassandra is going to come and lead with the next order of service. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Glory to his
1: name. Good. Say good morning. Start reading.
4: Good morning, Taylor Tabernacle family and friends. At this time, we will gather gather to worship through giving. This morning, you may give through one of three ways, including text to give, online giving through our website, or also by using the U.S. postal mail. To receive by text message, text the code Taylor61 to the phone number 73256 and you will receive a link and instructions. To give through our website, please go to taylortabernacle.com/giving and follow the instructions. To give by US Postal Mail, please send check or money order to Taylor Tabernacle PO Box 6309 Philadelphia PA 19139 and as always we thank you for your continued support of our ministry and now for our announcements
1: Good morning Taylor Chavanessel. Here's our um announcements for February. Sunday service will continue to be virtual for the month of February. Wednesday night prayer and Bible study from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. via Google Meet. Our marriage ministry event, Friday, February 11th, 7 to 8.30 p.m. Please reach out to our deacon, Aaron Abrams, our sister, Marcy, to RSVP. Sunday of Hope for St. Jude and Kappa Alpha Psi, February 27th and for our girl scout cookies our sister Kennedy McCoy and our sister Zaya and Zoe are selling girl scout cookies the, they have sold so far Kennedy has sold 538 boxes so she has reached her goal Zoe and Zaya have sold 417 boxes so what we're asking is since Kennedy has already reached her goal and beyond we're asking those who have not purchased if you would like to, to please support Zoe and Zaya. And the price of those cookies are $5, and the cookie sale goes through March 13th, I believe. And thank you for your um, support of them. Now back to our Reverend John Keratin for our benediction.
3: Amen. So we're just so, so thankful, so glad to get to this part of uh, the service. Listen, I, yeah, I want to thank every, uh, everyone I saw so many uh, over in the, in the chat session. Amen. God bless you. So many of you I saw in the chat session, I know uh, that you have already received the mercy of the Lord. So I just want to ch- uh, ask you, just send this, uh, this link, send it somewhere uh, to, to, to that cousin, that neighbor uh, that needs to hear about the mercy of the Lord. Amen. Just send it to them uh, during uh, this week and, and allow them uh, to, 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 to interact. Amen uh with what the Lord had to say today. Amen. Uh wanna thank uh the Girl Scouts, amen. Um, and uh I know I have some cookies on the way. I hope all of you are taking advantage of that. Amen. Uh and just uh again wanna encourage us for Black History Month. Um I didn't get to talk about uh my black history uh hero today. Uh but uh if you look up Claudette Colvin, I'm a, I may get back to her. But Claudette Colvin, she's my uh uh, black history hero, uh, that I focused on, uh, for this month as I got started and, uh, definitely want you to, uh, to, to spend this month that we have that's been given to us, uh, in our history. Amen. So, uh, we're going to close up. We're going to uh, look forward to seeing you on Wednesday, uh, for our prayer and Bible study, and then back again, uh, next Sunday in this virtual format. Amen. And, uh, so come on, let's, let's close out together. Father God, we thank you uh for your people. Glory to God. We thank you for your people, the congregation of the saints oh God. Glory to God. What wonderful uh 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 just 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 mighty acts we see from you that you have applied towards them. Father, we look at every household and uh, the many testimonies that we can see, oh God, because you were present there. So God, we just pray that you would extend your testimony. God, we pray that you would extend your resume, oh God. Father, let testimonies break out throughout this nation, throughout this city, oh God, everywhere where you have a remnant, oh God, let the testimony of the Lord and your mercy break out today, oh God. Father, we love you. Hold us, keep our families, oh God, until we gather once again. Lord, we look forward, oh Lord, to seeing you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, glory to your name. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, saints. Thank you. We'll see you next week.